Did you say butt cakes? Welcome, buddy, to Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're still any good. And this week, well, no, I'm Nick. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam, but I'm thinking I should just be silent because somebody cut me out of our podcast. I added you back in. For the first 10 people who downloaded the episode, you might not have known, Sam was in the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Because Brett turned off my audio track of me introducing myself. Oh, Oh, awesome. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, it was was like, I'm Brett. And then you're like, I'm Ash. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's like six months after the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We just had our six-month anniversary, and we forgot about it until the day after. (laughs) I'm Ash. <laughs> Am I in this? And that's Bryce. And yeah, this week we're watching Encino Man with the Weasel, Polly Shore. Oh, stop. Oh, <laughs> stop. What is that that you're doing? That's Polly Shore's thing, man. Oh. That's like the alien sound, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like man. an insect. It's the Weasel sound. No, also please don't do it anymore. Copies. I hear. Yeah. No, that's like a Maybe. that's Is Rob that a different Sch- guy. That's Maybe. Rob Schneider. Is that Rob? Sch- oh Jesus! Oh. Yeah, they're the same person in my head. Yeah, they kind yeah. of blend. What oh. does does Polly Shore has he ha- ever done a different personality? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever done a different personality? Uh, he's he's an actor. Like he's supposed <laughs> to be. He, he's not really an, he actor. an actor. He tried one he's, time. He's sort of like Mr. T, you know. He's kind of an actor, you know, but he's just playing Mr. T. I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're watching Encino Man from 1992, starring Polly Shore, Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser, and Michael DeLuise. Fraser? Fraser? Fraser. I thought it was Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, look at how it's spelled. It's Fraser. Like Fraser. like the it's Scottish like Fraser. Encyclopedia. No, there's there's like, no I, so it's not Fraser. It's the Scottish Fraser. Set your lasers to Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think I'm the only one who's seen this movie, and you sound Yet. excited. I'm Yet. kind of into it. Um, this was directed by a guy named Les Mayfield, who's I was looking him up. He's not huge. He he started doing those behind the scenes documentaries. He did one for Back to the Future 2010 and Empire of the Sun. But then he directed, well, he directed Encino Man. But after that, the Miracle on 34th Street remake. <gasps> oh, I loved um, that as a kid. He directed Flubber and Blue Streak. Oh, my God. Flubber. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. So, this could, it could either be good or. It could be. You're, are, are you categorizing, categorizing Flubber as bad? I can't wait till we I, get to that one in, in on the list because I don't have any good memories of that movie. I don't think I've seen it. I remember liking it as a child. I know you liked it too, right? Well, I saw Flubber as a kid in theaters, and I was the only person there. Oh, <laughs> for the whole movie. oh no. Uh, 
I love Wait, that. You didn't even have an adult with you? you. Your parents were like, "Fuck no, Bryce. I'm not watching this movie." My parents might have been there. I don't remember that, but I do remember the theater was empty. It was oh, it was a private screening. That's I enjoy sad. that. I've I've had that before, and it's like I'm I'm in, man. <laughs> Play the movie for me all alone. Yeah, was that was Flubber? We when we were doing the Robin Williams. Uh, Back and forth, he does good movies and really right. bad movies. Yes. Was is Flubber on the bottom half of that list? I don't know because I don't. I've never seen it. Can we put it at the top of our list now? <laughs> Can we watch Flubber? <laughs> All right, instead of Encino Man, <laughs> we're gonna watch Flubber. You, you did suggest Encino Man. I well, did. Bryce, did. kind of a team brash. Team, team, team brash. brash suggested Encino Man. Just really, but I haven't in... actually seen. <laughs> Wow. I just was excited about a movie with Brendan Fraser. Bryce Fra- Fraser. Fraser, sorry. His name is Fraser. <laughs> Bryce remembers seeing Steve. the commercials on MTV. I'm aware of th- that this movie exists. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about Brendan Fraser. This is this is your draw to, for this movie, right? This is yes. Okay, so I'm assuming you love him from The Mummy. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is another one on our list. And this is pre-Mummy, right? This is pre-Mummy. Mummy was 1999. This what? was 1992. <laughs> what is that look, Brett? <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to think of a joke for pre-Mummy. But... And so I think this was probably both Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser's first like real movies. Um, Brendan Fraser did some really good stuff. School Ties, I thought was excellent. I haven't seen and that. then Dudley he... Do-Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to see like he was with Pauly Shore for a lot of movies, uh, son-in-law and in the army. Now they were both in those. Was Brendan Fraser <laughs> also in George of the Jungle? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved that movie. Yeah. When was Me George too. of the Jungle? When, when was the time where he stopped being Pauly Shore's movie weirdo friend and became like the women think he's hot guy i think the mummy think right it, well maybe well, the mummy i'm gonna go out on a limb and say airheads i remember airheads i think airheads was kind of a turning point where it was still goofy shit wait like the candy no. it was that's a movie that should be on the list it was like you swap out paulie shore for adam sandler and you get a turning point in brendan fraser's development but it had some really... Like he's a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did some pretty cheesy comedies, but I think that kind of turned into getting more serious. And then he did some really cool stuff. Wow. So, George of the Jungle is 97. And the reason <gasps> I say, wow, look at this picture. Yeah, I was going to say, George of the Jungle Damn. is the point in which he Damn, got hot because he was fucking buff. He is ripped. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen... And well, a little known fact, that's actually Polly Shore's body. That was not. That's what the Weasel looks like. No. One of my favorite little write-ups that I've seen about uh, that movie was uh, that George of the Jungle is one of the few Hollywood movies that's strictly about the female gaze. And it's huh. and there's hmm. it's all of everyone in the movie is a woman like treating Brendan Fraser like he's a dumb blonde. Oh yeah, you're so right. Huh. Okay. Oh my god. He kind of is that. The the he is the dumb blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Remember he was in Scrubs too? What? Really? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm still only on season. He one. was like he was like terminally ill or something and they knew he was well, gonna spoilers. die. But he was super <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, he <laughs> plays like 20, the, the mean 10, doctor's wife's old. brother. Mean doctor's brother. Yes, Doctor Cox's wife's yes. brother. Yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. like everybody loved him. He's like the nicest guy. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. good in that. I miss Brendan Fraser, guys. He's still around. I know. Wait, he's wasn't not he movies? Wasn't he also Grace's wife on Will and Grace? Or Grace's husband? Sorry, that <laughs> I do not know. Wife. He was a dumb blonde in that show too, <laughs> right? Was he not? I don't was he? remember him in Will and Grace. Yeah, interesting. He is still doing stuff, but it's not stuff that I really recognize. Yeah. He's in The Affair, which I guess is fairly popular, but I haven't seen it. Hmm. So yeah, uh, Brendan Fraser should be fun, but I think this is really Polly Shore's movie. Oh, no. Are we sure about that? I don't know if I am. Can we I think so. Joke? I don't want that to be true. Yeah. So Polly Shore, um, this I think is his first movie. Polly Shore is the son of Mitzi Shore, who owns the comedy store in L.A. So he got his start as a stand-up comedian because his mom gave him stage time. <laughs> I think that just kind of explains Thanks, his deal. Um, but then started making movies. So um, Encino Man, then Son-in-Law, In the Army Now. These are the... Biosphere? Right? Biodome. Biodome, Biodome was a little oh, bit later. Yeah. But before Biodome, or yeah, one year before Biodome, he was in a movie that we all saw and loved. Probably the best Pauly Shore movie ever. A goofy movie. A goofy movie. Yeah. Where he was pretty good. Tower of Jesus. Well, he had, yeah, one line. He, yeah. he wasn't <laughs> well, in it very long. That's how you make Pauly Shore good. Yeah. You take him in very small doses. I'd be willing to bet we're going to start this movie and it's going to be really fun. For five minutes. Holly <laughs> Shore improv lines for the Goofy movie for like 30 hours. And yeah. all they took was the cheese. <laughs> yeah. like that was the best we could get. Yeah, right, thanks, Polly. Here's your check. There's the door. But hopefully this thing is going to be balanced out by Sean Astin. Who, oh, yeah, that's right. Who I think he's always great. Like he's and, and maybe it's the, uh, the Samwise Gamgee, but I'm always going to love Sean Astin. Yeah, I was surprised when I... I saw this movie on Netflix, like when I was going through Netflix, and I was like, Brendan Fraser, is that Polly Shore? Sean Astin. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I have to see this movie. Yeah, I don't even remember what Sean Astin does in this movie, but he's got to be good. And of course, we saw him in Goonies. Mm-hmm. I think that was yes. his first big movie. Um, and then his his like big claim to fame, I think, was Rudy in 1993. Oh. Oh, that was him. Yeah, one year after this, I don't know that. Movie. Oh, I don't know every that movie teacher in middle school was like, "I'm sick for the day. Watch Rudy." It's <laughs> like, oh, I've seen it twenty times this school year. Stop it. That see that's that you need to know. That is why I don't like Forrest Gump because that's what my school mm. did with Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Played Gump. it to death. Yeah, and uh, what's the other one? Finding Nemo. No, that was Brett's. Uh, you, you even say Forrest Gump differently. <laughs> like that's what my school did with Forrest Gump. <laughs> I just I can't watch it anymore. Um, and so we've also got Michael DeLuise, one of Dom DeLuise's kids, who were I think there was Michael DeLuise and Peter DeLuise were doing a bunch of stuff in the nineties. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect from him. But that's who we're dealing with in this movie. Um, and I think I'm the only one who's seen it. Um, so I'll say my expectations are, I think this movie is pretty fun. I think if you told me we have to watch a Polly Shore movie, I would choose Encino Man. Okay. 
Yeah. I think it's, in my opinion, it's the best of the bunch. I feel like people have told me that this is a good movie. That's. It's been a long I, time, but I, I feel like it's pretty were, good. But <laughs> yeah. They all are dead now. <laughs> and I, I had a weird assumption about this movie the first time I saw it that I'm going to save until after we watch it, just in case people don't know everything that happens in the movie. Um, yeah. But, but I think it's, I think it'll be pretty fun. What are you expecting, Brett? So this is a movie that has Brendan Fraser when he was doing good movies. And I, I don't know how much he's in it, given your description. Is he like... Oh, he's in it. Main character in it or like just yeah. cameoing? Oh, no, this is... You could argue this is a Brendan Fraser movie. Okay, because I was going to say, you said Polly Shore movie. And I'm uh, that's I think that tints the whole movie as like, oh, this is going to be just a bad movie. How about this? In <laughs> in 1992, people went to the theater to see the Pauly Shore movie. For the next 20 years, they went back to the theater to see more Brendan Fraser movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm excited about. I want to see a good Brendan Fraser movie that I haven't seen. And I, this this is from the time period where that could happen. So I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm hopeful. Okay. All right. Let's start a new thing. Just like. Like on Archer, where they say phrasing, we call it Fraser. Yeah, just <laughs> we'll just say phrasing, but phrasing. we'll understand it's an F. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally, the only things I know about this movie are the things that you have told me on and before this podcast. So I, I literally don't know what to expect. I don't know anything, like not even enough to make a guess. Do but you love Polly Shore? No, mm. not really. Well, there's that. Well, all you know about Polly Shore is what you know of him from Polly Shore is Dead, the terrible, the terrible Polly Shore movie. The yeah. worst movie. Wow, I haven't even heard of that one. Where is he, that like Penn and Teller get killed? He pretends that he's dead and then they, they they have someone go around telling everyone that Polly Shore is dead and to get their reactions and no one gives a shit. Oh, so it's like a fake documentary sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Wow. Yeah. Is he just like, I'm dead, buddy. <laughs> It's Are like, you totally sad? No, it's it's like it's like he wrote a movie about his sad existence <laughs> and it gets really like depressing quick. I just remember there's like a scene of him jacking off or something Wait, watching what? Porn. Was there? Yeah. yeah well, we you guys probably... are making out <laughs> while watching this movie. You left me to sit there uncomfortably to watch basically Polly Shore porn. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that was not That's... nice of 15-year-old us's. <laughs> You assholes. I didn't even want to watch the movie. It was Brett's idea. Don't forget that there was somebody's parent awkwardly sitting in the back. What was there really? Yes. No, it wasn't the it was the uh the janitor. Uh, I just remember us watching it on school grounds thinking this shouldn't be happening. I'm just disturbed by what must be the lowest trafficked category of porn ever. (laughs) Holly Shore porn. Oh God, no! It's the, what is the rule thirty-four? Oh God! Call it shore porn. <sighs> I don't think I need to call it anything. You know, you know how you said there that w- the substitute was the worst movie ever. You need to see this movie because that was the worst movie. Oh, ever. I didn't say the substitute was the worst movie ever. It's the worst movie we will ever watch on this podcast. Just know. you wait. I will never allow anything worse than the substitute. <laughs> Oh, just, just give it time, Nick. So what do you expect, Ash? 
Um, I also don't know a lot about the movie. I think I know a little bit more than maybe Brett and Sam because I, I know the basic plot. Okay. And I'm just excited for Brendan Fraser. So I'm hoping Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Sorry. <laughs> I love how you're both pronouncing it with a French accent. <laughs> Will outshine any you, you horrible know, Polly Shoreness. The way you're reacting to the pronunciation of Brendan Fraser is how the people in Idiocracy would react. Guys, <gasps> <gasps> you have to tell the story. You have to tell the story. Can we take a quick sidebar on how Bryce experienced Idiocracy in real life the other day? Oh, please. Please, you have to tell it. So I went to Best Buy and... Um, I bought a Surface, Surface Pro, and um, actually ended up returning it to get a different model. But um, in doing so, they were checking out the return. They had to they had to take everything out of the box and check it out. Uh, and the Surface comes with a big metal pencil. Um, so once they put everything back in the box, they realized they forgot the pencil to put that back in the box. And so, you know, confounded with this problem. Even though to it was in the box in the first place. What, what to do. So, of course, they grab a stapler and start trying to staple this metal pencil to the outside of the box. What? What? Yeah. What? Instead of opening Instead the- of opening the box and placing it back into the designated spot that's in the box. That um, doesn't, I can't even, I, are they trying to penetrate it with a staple or are they trying metal. to straddle the staple? I think that was the hope is to straddle the staple over this giant metal pencil. Um, and so then that didn't work. So then they started trying to take the receipt and using that to wrap around the pencil so they can staple it. And so then it can slide out. Yeah. And then of course that failed. <laughs> So, so they and just whole time Bryce is standing I'm just thinking there. of the scene in Idiocracy where yeah. he's taking the test and they're trying to fit the <laughs> square block into the round hole and staring, you know, that's what it felt like. And I'm just trying wow. not to laugh. And I don't, you know, like, I'm like, I don't want to tell you what to do, but maybe open the box and put it back inside. Oh my God. Eventually I, they gave up and just took the whole thing to the back in two separate pieces. Oh man. I had a, a oh, much no. smaller level of that. I was at GameStop and I bought something. And I'm like, I'm trying not to get bags because it's just such a waste. So the guy pulls out a bag. I'm like, no, I don't need the bag. And he balls up the bag and throws it away. What? Oh I'm my like, God. Okay. Mission accomplished. Thank you. To be oh. fair, my, my perspective was tinted because I'd been on the phone with Beth, Best Buy uh, tech support. Oh uh, no. And trying to negotiate the terms of this return. And it did not go. Negotiate the terms. Great. No. <laughs> wow. That's why I just... I go into Best Buy and I just get angry because I feel like the people who work there just like don't, no offense if you work in Best Buy and you listen to our podcast. I'm sure you're one of the smart ones. There are smart ones. Or, or Travis McElroy, our friend who <laughs> used to <laughs> work, work at Best Buy. But We're like, really trying to alienate the largest percentage of our audience as <laughs> possible. But there's some people who work at Best Buy and it's just they're painfully ignorant to the products that they're trying mm. to sell you. Yeah. Maybe we should cut this all out. So, do we get your full expectations there, I Ash? Think so, yeah, yeah, I don't have. Did we? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I think you're the one to judge. I think it's fine. So, what do you expect from Encino Man, Bryce? Well, the commercials for this movie helped me save like 15% off my car insurance. So, I'm hoping the movie's just as educational all right. or just as helpful. So we are going to rewatch Encino Man. You might want to pause the podcast and check it out. And we'll be back with you when we're done.
I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> no, nobody else. So sexy. I'm too hurts. sexy. Are you too sexy for Brandon Frisia? <laughs> it's Frazia. Frazia. That was the best oh, no. Polly Shore movie. No. Ever. No. Yeah, in oh. in a long history of Nick being wrong about all things, uh last week's movie was not the worst movie we'd yeah. ever watched. No, no. This movie was terrible. No. Nope. The the substitute was worse. But this is still <laughs> okay, the- sorry, no, I said the wrong thing. This was the worst movie. Ever. Yeah. And I, as horrible as this movie is, I still think it's the best Polly Shore movie. This is if maybe you, true. I, clearly, if you don't count Goofy movie. That's not a Polly Shore. You can't say that Goofy movie is a Polly yeah. Shore movie. No. But I would put this ahead of Biodome in the army now. Like, clearly, this is as good as Polly Shore gets. That bar's not very high, is it? No. Agreed. No, it's not. <laughs> Someone dropped the bar on the ground. <laughs> but I think we should address the elephant in the room that this movie desperately wanted to be Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Yeah. And yes. a little bit of E.T. mixed in. Bill and Ted's weird rapey mm. adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That was, well, it was, that was like a, a genre of movies for a while. Like, get the girl. Get the girl, yeah. And it's just like, well. But it's worse than that, because like all of his creepy comments, like, she yeah. wasn't. I didn't want to date her when I could have had her. She wasn't hot then. Yeah. She's hot now. Now she's deserving of my love. That was better than what they actually said, and I don't remember what it was. She, she hasn't reached babyage. Babyage, oh, yeah. 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 It's weird, like how much goodwill Sean Astin has in our hearts that just, just all he erased. lost <laughs> instantly erased. In how film. that was the worst character. Yeah, yeah. really. He, and, and Sam was saying this the whole time. Yeah. She's like, how is Polly Shore the voice of reason? Yeah. The whole movie, he's saying reasonable stuff, being like, you're a dick. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with Polly. Yeah, he's saying fuck? the most reasonable level, level-headed stuff with ridiculous pauses. Um, <laughs> Everyone listening to this is just going to be like, stop with the Polly Shore. doing that. For the love of God, stop. Well, Especially that's how I felt for the movie. past hour and a half. <laughs> That was the longest hour and a half I've experienced. It was only an hour and a half. Yeah. It was very Uh, short, but it was, it did not feel that way. I have to say I enjoyed The Substitute more. Yeah, I think I did too. This movie was boring. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. that's a that's a criminal offense. Yeah, like you the have Brendan Fraser as a caveman, and that's boring. It it had yeah. such opportunity. Like you know, that was the thing that hooked me. I was like, Brendan Fraser is a caveman. Awesome. And then it just felt like they didn't ever do anything with that. I felt like in the very beginning when they first discovered him in the house. Yeah. It kind of hit this point of like we don't know what to do with this as screenwriters. Like this is such a great idea. And they hit this wall of like, well, what do we do? And they just couldn't think of anything. And then they hit it again halfway through the movie where they're like, what do we do with the plot? I don't know. Fuck it. Have them go to Six Flags. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Six Flags. Maybe they go dancing. And the bar. How do they even get in a bar when they're like 18? Radmobile. Yeah. It's weird. And because all the kids in Encino play ice hockey, that that makes sense. Yeah, it's their roots, you know, their cavemen roots. Because obviously, 
that's what was in scene in Encino. Like, then there's still ice there because that's logical. Totally, I buy it. Mm-hmm. It was they they made the ice rink on top of the glacier. Oh, <laughs> and that's how they keep it cold. All right, right, right. Oh, mm-hmm. but the science guy at the beginning said that doesn't happen. <laughs> So that that bugs me, and I think that's a big crutch in a movie where if there's a scene in a classroom and a teacher is teaching, whatever the teacher is teaching directly applies to whatever is about to happen in the movie. And I guess it's a way of having exposition, but always I it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. It's like, oh, are you describing what's about to happen in this movie? Yeah, it, that was a really terrible scene. And then they had two of them. They, yeah. yeah. They brought it back as if we hadn't had enough of that. Just so you understand how cavemen works and cavemen. Well, uh, it's like I was saying, like, how old are they? Like, I don't feel like senior year of high school is when you learn about glaciers and cavemen. That's something you learn very early on. I don't know. Like, Also, what's up with the super creepy teacher that, like, goes up and gets in his girl student's face and is like, he takes whatever he wants and then includes his women. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ew. Who does that? It was very you. I think everybody just felt like we're in a Polly Shore movie, so we've got to have some weird shtick. But Polly Shore was the only one who wasn't like oogling women and like being all creepy yeah, and yeah. gross. He was the, he was yeah. the voice of reason. He just, he just wanted some tasty nugs for his crusty self. Even, uh, even some of the women in the movie were like being super like forward and like, hey, caveman, let's bone down. I just met you, but let's bone down. Like... Calm down. So even though everybody was doing some ridiculous shtick, am I the only one? I kind of felt like Michael DeLuise, like the the main bully guy, was kind of enjoyable. Yeah, I wa- I wish the movie was about him. Yeah, really, and his struggle to ma- to maintain popularity. <laughs> Wait, the, <laughs> that would have been a much funnier guy? movie. Yeah, yeah. like. He at least he so was fun note, to watch. Though. Oh, yeah. No. Everybody in so this was movie everyone. was one note. But his note was the best note. I disagree. I disagree. You know, his note, whose note was better? I know. I, I have to say that Polly Shore was the best character in this <laughs> movie, which is no. hard to say, but it's true. No, here's the movie that oh, it should have been. Was the love story between the caveman and the dog. Yes. That would have been good. <laughs> even like, yeah, even Brendan Fraser as like a cave. It's like... He was so one note and the, I don't know. I just think the bully was so stereotypical. The bully. Oh yeah. I have no motivation to really like do anything, but I'm going to do these bully things that every screenwriter writes. Yeah. But if you've got to have that, you know, and if you're doing a cartoon Biff, you know, he was, he was kind of fun. That, that moment where he like leans into the shot. Oh yeah. That was, that was great. Yeah. But like, I wish there was more of that. Yeah, they though. didn't go back to that. Yeah, I wish. Because yeah. then he just was very like, what are these guys up to? I'm going to bust them. As opposed to, it would have been pretty comical if he had funny bits like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, certainly there was lost opportunity. As, as deep as his character got was, who's cooler than me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But the main character was, am I cool yet? So <laughs> it's not much deeper. So explain to me what was Sean Astin's goal in this movie? To be cool. And and how did the caveman help him? What was he trying to accomplish? These are all very good questions yeah, that I, were not thought out. Because if if discovering a caveman gets people's attention and makes you popular, then why do you disguise him as an exchange student? 
hiding the fact that he's a caveman. And why aren't paleontologists more popular and cool? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Indiana Jones. That's true. Okay, so... I'll, serious, the serious attempt yeah, I'm, at this? I'm, I'm I can, trying to put this I together. See, I can see like how... He's going to make me popular by turning him into just a regular he guy. He tried to play the... Ca- we found the caveman angle. That was the first thing he did. Yeah, and she was and like, I'm was like, not interested. Nah, not into that. And so when they realized he was alive, the rest of the movie was not about him trying to be cool anymore. It was trying to contain the caveman. But the side effect of having the caveman around was that the caveman made him do all the shit he wouldn't normally do. Like, I don't dance or I don't interact with these people. But he, but because the caveman took them there, he had to interact with them. And so I guess that's what they were going for. But God, it was super boring. Well, it's like the caveman unintentionally made him cool because everybody like thought that. I, but he didn't really make him cool. Yeah. No, he just it made was, him do things. Yeah. And he wasn't, I guess that's all it was. Guys. Was do things. Guys, was this a worse version of Goofy movie in which <laughs> Goofy wait, was what? the caveman? No. Wait, wait, wait. Walk us through that. Okay. <laughs> okay. The kid tries to be cool and fails. He can't fall in love with the girl, like, wants to go to prom, do all these things. Caveman. Comes in, aka Goofy, messes up his whole plan, forces him to go on these crazy adventures he doesn't want to go on. Because he has to do that, he has to do things that he would never do. Because he did things he never would do, he falls in love with the girl. And the shitty band at the end was Powerline? Yeah. I didn't say it was a good rendition of Goofy Movie. I'm just saying there's a lot of parallels here. Yeah, I think there's a thread of popularity being the important goal. And and that was definitely paralleled there. But... In Goofy movie, they paid it off by recognizing that popularity should not be the ultimate goal. True. And this one, they rewarded him for yeah. being the shallowest person I've seen on screen. True. And there was no like love affair. And how did like- the girl go from like, she went from I'm dating the dick to, okay, I understand why she doesn't like the dick anymore because he's a dick. To I'm into the caveman to all of a sudden 360. You yeah. know what? Frodo or what's his Samwise Gamgee. Samwise, you know what Samwise? I'm into you. Where did that happen? Where did that switch happen? Because his original plan worked, and all he needed was a pool. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. The rest of the movie uh. didn't matter. He just needed people to show up and go swimming in, in his mud pit in his backyard. Uh. And the caveman actually derailed all of that. <laughs> he would have had a it's finished kind of a pool. problem. <laughs> It's it's like you've heard that theory that in Raiders of the Lost Ark, everything that happened in the movie would have happened whether Indiana Jones was there or not. I have heard that. <laughs> he <yeah>. didn't help <laughs> or hurt the Nazis in any way. They would have found the Ark. They would have gone to the island. They would have opened it up and melted their faces off. It's true. Whether he was there or not. So in this movie, I guess Sean Astin would have built a pool and he would have got this girl, whether there was a caveman or not. Didn't really matter. But the yep. caveman beat up the bully, so I guess oh. I guess that took him been out of the, the picture. Difference. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. You're right. You're right. Encino so Man is better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> no. What I don't said. you ever say that Definitely ever again? Not. No. What I said. Oh. There goes all of our credibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, in the beginning, somebody threw out the phrase Polly Shore porn. Which, <laughs> that, which, <laughs> that 
loves that. <laughs> Which I would like to reimagine as, you remember the scene in the very beginning when the bully guy is making out with the girl and Polly Shore's basically narrating it? Uh, oh my God, he narrates porn? <laughs> no. Oh no. It's like the anti-porn. It just sucks your boners back up into your body. They're just gone. Ugh. He's grabbing the gazangas now. Oh, no. Uh, he, he's wheezing up on her. No wheezing. How many, how many times can you use the word wheezing to replace other things? I think Nick had the, the best explanation. It's a, yeah, it's a he's, smurf. He's a coked up smurf. Yes. That's the explanation for Polly Shore. Uh, oh, God. It makes sense now. Well, smurf and everything. So the weird realization I had was not not this time, but years ago was I thought that Encino was a description of the time period. <laughs> Me too. I was shocked to move to California to find that there's a place, a real place called Encino. I even grew up in California and I was like, oh, I didn't realize until the titles came on and it was Encino with an E. And I was like, oh, that's lame. <laughs> yeah. I was also surprised that Sandima's which is where Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure happens, is a real place. Yeah. What the fuck? It's a boring place. Yeah, I guess it would have to be. (laughs) It's like uh, just suburbia, right? Yeah. Yeah, with the Circle K. So... (laughs) So maybe this film is trying to say that there's a shitty caveman inside of all of us. (laughs) Is that the moral of the story? No, no, no. There's a little bit of Brendan Frazier in all of us. I think it's trying to say, go watch Bill and Ted and go watch Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll, everything will be better. Ugh. Although, it would be interesting to watch Harry and the Hendersons. I wonder if that would be any good. I don't want to watch that again. Does it give you emotions? No, just like I was bored and I was watching it on fast forward. So, oh, Harry and the Andersons, yes, you were watching it on fast forward as if that was going to make the movie more exciting, Sam. (laughs) No, I was to be your job, it was my job, and I was getting paid to do that. So, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this movie, Nick. (laughs) You're saying we just need to move on with our lives? I just, I didn't like it, it was bad. It okay. was b- bad, and um, I'm. Tr- I mean, have we seen a worse movie? Like, yes. No. No. <laughs> have we seen- I'm maybe Legend. Bryce is nodding in agreement. Legend like was more entertaining. I would rather watch Legend again. Yeah. Ten minutes of Legend was more entertaining. Uh, but the other very very long beginning and middle sucked. <laughs> so. Uh, Tim Curry was great, and I wish this. I caught it. Do I wish this was legend? No, I don't. Um, this movie sucked, Nick. This oh was, yeah, this no was doubt. The, it's it, this is the, the worst movie. I think <laughs> it's the biggest gap between what I remembered and the reality. Like I remember enjoying this in 1992, and now I just can't even comprehend yeah. liking this. There were just so many opportunities for gags that they just, they even would try to do that that just would fall flat. There were like a few times where it was like, oh, funny, but like, like montage at theme park was really just 
montage of two dudes at a theme park. It didn't really matter that he was a caveman. And and compare that with True. the montage of Napoleon at the water park in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which was amazing. Like I don't that's, remember it. Oh, I don't it's remember clearly that what they're trying to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Napoleon gets away from him. He goes to the water park and he's like fucking with little kids. And- <laughs> yeah, because there's like a moment where there's a dude in a panda suit in this movie and he comes up and he's like, Ooh, and then he runs away. It's like, no, I want to see him grab a stick and try to hunt the motherfucking guy yeah. in the panda suit. Like he was not doing caveman things. He was just doing dude who like has a brain damage. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what's wrong with yeah, this he was person. instantly not a caveman. After yeah. They found him. Like instantly. And I think this movie is expecting us all to operate on a shared assumption that Everybody is enamored with this Pauly Shore personality. Yeah. You know, it, it expects us to live in a world where everybody has Pauly Shore fever and loves this crazy way that There's he talks. There's the name of the porno, Pauly Shore. No. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Wow. Well, it would. Wait, so was there a time when Pauly Shore, that, that was like a thing people were into? I think it was a thing. On the smallest possible scale, like nowhere near the scale that this movie would want us to invest in. Well, it was kind of like the dude where's my car era, right? Where it's like there was a slew of movies that were like, it's really popular to be dumb. It's like there were a slew of movies where it was popular yeah. to be the silly stoner dude. But you like know? Well, this, there's, mm-hmm. this movie would have been like, I could see it being a classic if... Polly Shore and his weasel character were like a national treasure, and everyone was just like, "Ah, ha, ha, Polly Shore said something." But like, yeah, what the well, fuck did we watch? Is there's, like- a, <laughs> there's a direct line you can draw here, and it starts with Fast Times at Ridgemont High, mm. where Sean Penn pl- played the the dumb Valley guy, but he was incredibly charismatic, and everybody loved that character. And somebody said, "Let's make a movie with just that guy." And they did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because that's exactly what they were trying to do. And it was pretty good. And then they kept trying to chase that dragon and it never paid off again. Yeah. It's like Polly Shore and, and friends showing up like super late to the game and just yeah. like cleaning up the scraps of what audiences <laughs> left for this genre. But didn't Polly Shore do movies before Bill and Ted too? Wait. No, Polly Shore wasn't in Bill and Ted. No, I know he wasn't in Bill and Ted, but I'm saying oh, wasn't he, be- he in movies before Bill and Ted? I don't think so. Out? I think he had done stand up and he'd done some TV, but this was his first real movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was his first this real one. movie? Yeah. So this is where the weasel reference comes from? I'm not 100% sure. I think it might have been like, you know, how Tim Allen had his grunting man thing. But like, I think he had the weasel in his stand-up. Yeah, I think I've heard that. I but think. here's like my question for you, because like Tim Allen does the grunting thing for home improvement. It's not like every Tim Allen movie he goes, oh, 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 you no, know? it was that was his big thing in his stand-up. Uh-huh. And then they gave him a network show and he built that from his bit in his sure. stand-up. But you didn't let me finish. My point is is Polly Shore plays that same gag oh, over yeah. and over again in every movie. And yeah. I'm saying like, it's okay to take something from your standup and build a character, but like you can't then just play that character in every like, single movie. Yeah. It, Can you imagine yeah. in the Santa Claus too? He's like, <laughs> ho, ho, hoo, 
right? Like, from Santa. Like, like, it, it, Merry Christmas. It gets old That so might have been quick. great. That, that would be really fun. Every Tim Allen movie, he's doing that. <laughs> I see like, you managed to get your shirt off. <laughs> I can't think of another actor who's like just done the same. I think we could come up with somebody. Same stick. But but it's a good point. Like Tim Allen realized. Tim Allen realized that he should have other things. I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. No, see that's no. different. That is different. I'm talking about. I'm quiet, weird, snarky, and kind of an asshole in every role. That's Benedict Cumberbatch. But but I think that's Paul true. Paul Shore legitimately has three jokes. Yeah. That he is saying over and over again, but 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 but, and then <laughs> like, like it doesn't matter what he's saying. Wait, pause so we can laugh at that joke. Oh, well, now we need a, a version of The Sims with Polly Shore. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like, it doesn't matter the words; it's the same joke. <laughs> Over and over. Wait, what's the Polly joke Shore's again? Ever gotten that? that. <laughs> uh, you could say anything, and it would be that joke. Polly Shore's entire career just culminated just now in this room. And then there's the weird slurping noise, and you, then there's the weasel reference. You found, you found the funny. <laughs> <laughs> he planted the seeds. Holly Shore should have been the caveman, so he could be like. <laughs> I think what I'm getting here is that you should have been Polly Shore. <laughs> I did like his bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah, I think Sam, you said something. He looked really old. Yes. I looked it up. He was 24 years old, but he looked at least 30. Why yeah, Coke will do that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's an actual Coke user or if he's just Coke will do that. <laughs> also, how is this this clearly like druggy kid? How has he never had alcohol before? Come on. Let's let's be real. And let's did real. Brendan Fraser just drink salsa? <laughs> yeah. It was a bowl, right? That wasn't a drink. No, it was salsa and then it was spicy and it made him go even yeah. more. He caveman. just went crazy because it was spicy. Oh. Yeah. Isn't it funny? they went really far out of their way to do like 20 different angles on that yeah so my general opinion on this is (laughs) no thank you yeah i don't i don't think it worked what do you think brett final thoughts that was terrible that was the worst movie that was i don't ever want to see Polly shore again in my life you know, I was just thinking that, like, if this is the last time I ever see Polly Shore, we're good. This is like the best possible memory to to leave him on, because there it, it's all downhill from here. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, but that's I, I, d- to a certain extent, because he did stop doing it. Isn't that just his voice, though? No, no, he played that character for a good fifteen years, but like, and then stopped. There's a he difference. did change. In my opinion, there's a difference between playing the same character and literally saying the same three jokes over and over and yeah. over again. I think I think Bobcat did that. Did he for for a certain amount of time? The thing that he does, <laughs> like that was that was his weasel. That's true, but. Somehow, Bobcat turned awesome at some point. Just one day, decided to ditch well, that you know, persona he got a and became awesome. Best friend, so Did he? <laughs> he just became really cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure there's others. Maybe this was Pauly Shore's like life story. Like maybe Pauly Shore <laughs> is the caveman. So what do you think, Sam? <sighs> that was painful. It wasn't just boring. It was like detrimental to society. Like just, oh, <laughs> uh, I don't, I did not care for that. I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. Yes. All right, Ash, what'd you think? As if oh, I thought it was know. a mastery in, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Very, there was the, the Polly Shore ratio to Brendan Fraser ratio. There was too much Polly Shore and Sam, whatever, Sam wise, he just phoned it in, in my opinion. It was really bad. I was bored. You know what? I will give him credit for getting on board with the expectations for the movie. Somebody said, Here's your character. You are completely on board with Polly Shore's bullshit. And he said, <laughs> okay, I will be completely on board with Polly Shore's bullshit. Like, you know, he's kind of a sport for playing along. Was he on board? Because he was the one that was always telling Polly Shore the opposite thing. But he was buying into the whole, let's go get some grindage, but like he, he kept doing <laughs> we gotta stop that this. language. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to bleep that. <laughs> Yeah, bleep this. What'd you think, Bryce? (laughs) Oh, God. It's too much. I'm going to have to edit this, guys. (laughs) I really hope nobody's listening to this on their headphones because, oh, you poor things. (laughs) I'm just going to open the show with 10 seconds of that sound. (laughs) No. No one will listen. Oh, it's just, it was bad. <laughs> you need you to do us an intermission song with that. <laughs> oh, stop, stop it. It could be like drum and bass. <laughs> like almond break. <laughs> That's the new almond. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it wasn't very good. You know, it is awesome. The Saturday Night Live sketch, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. Do you want to unfreeze a caveman? Or what is that that Frozen song? Oh, I never saw Frozen. <laughs> that that was Will not in Frozen. I know, but do you, you want to melt bi- a caveman? There, there you go. go. It doesn't have to be a caveman. <laughs> it could be Brendan Fraser. Frazia. <laughs> Frazia. <laughs> So that's it for this week's episode of Let's Rewatch. Thanks for joining us for this painful experience with Polly Shore. Yeah. If for some reason you liked this show, <laughs> uh, this is part of the Last Ash TV network of content. We have this podcast and a YouTube channel yeah. that has a drinking show and a cooking show and video game parodies. And other. And, and all those things. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow LaughStash at LaughStash TV. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're LaughStash TV on YouTube as well. And you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch. And um, we do fun things like I will tweet a screenshot or a GIF of the movie that we're watching and see if people can guess it. And this week... EJ, Chris, and Marlena all guessed the movie correctly. You guys did an amazing job. In, in the time. time that we were watching the movie. In the time we were watching the movie. Well, like, 
Some of them guessed within just like minutes. They were fast. <laughs> and um, so good job, guys. And yeah. And if you loved this podcast, please go ahead and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play Music. And make sure you subscribe and tell your friends because we love you and you're awesome. So we're going to keep doing this every two weeks. So make sure your subscriptions are up to date and join us again next time for another episode of Let's Rewatch. And next time we're going to be watching one of the best sequels of all time, Bride of Killer Nerd. What is it a sequel to? Killer Nerd. (laughs) 